0: Hello and welcome to the WordPress Chick Podcast. Brought to you by the WPChick.com. WordPress explained for those of us who get headaches when we hear words like PHP and functions, but want to make money with their WordPress sites. No boring code snippets here. Just WordPress happiness made easy. Now, here's your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. Hey, what's up and bonjour. Bonjour. I know I'm a dork. I just got back from the south of France. Pretty crazy, huh? I went with my daughter for uh, her high school graduation. She was gonna, she was supposed to go with a friend. The friend kind of bailed a few months ago, and I'm like, I'll go with you. <laughs> so, and I, I'm laughing because I was literally awake at like 5:45 today. Mind you, I was out <laughs> sound asleep at nine o'clock last night. So I've been back a few days and and still um, a little out of whack. But it's all good, right? Um, It was beautiful. I would highly recommend it. Although it was way more humid than I expected it. But um, yeah, it was really cool. We did a couple tours. We got to see, well, we were in Nice. Um, Well, actually, we were not in Nice. We were in a little town called Villeneuve-Lube in between Nice and Cannes. And it was gorgeous. Uh, The Mediterranean, the water, you just, you look at it and you feel like you're in a postcard. (laughs) Um, But we got to see, you know, Monaco and Monte Carlo, we went into Italy one day, like I said, Nice and Cannes, we did some countryside, Uh, uh, St. Jean de Vance, I think was the little towns in the countryside were probably our favorite. It was an amazing trip and, and just something that, you know, we did it together. It was really neat. We'll have that that memory for a long time. Of course, I'm still acclimating. Um, as I mentioned, and our trek home, God, it was, you know, what? it's so funny, like, you go over to Europe, and it's, you know, like a two-day thing based on time zones and whatnot. You come back, and like, this 22-hour jaunt happens all in one day, sort of, because of all the time changes. Um, anyways, so needless to say, we're on coffee number two, and it's, you know, not even 8 o'clock this morning, but it's all good. So today is another Kim snippet, and this is one of those things that... It, it's, it's funny, because I may end up contradicting myself a little bit, because I was thinking about, you know, I don't want this to be like a rant, but it's just something that I don't get. And so I thought this would be a perfect episode. So the title of today's episode is Socially Stumped. I Just Don't Get This, right? So before before we get into what has me socially stumped, um, I just want to remind you guys that content is everywhere. And this is what I thought about when I saw this. Because if you start, if you shift your perception in terms of content, because a lot of people will tell me that, that they get stuck, or they're not sure. And I'll tell you, like, I have a lot more fun with content now that I don't limit myself to just WordPress, right? I created a business based on what I want to do, what I want to talk about. It doesn't have to fit into a box, right? You get to do that. And I can guarantee you that your business will grow exponentially, when you start doing that, because all of a sudden you're not limited, right? You're not you're not stuck in this, well, I have to talk about this, or mind you, you know, I'm not gonna start talking about recipes with <laughs> you guys, um, mainly because I hate to cook, but I wouldn't go that far. But it's this is my business. And so this is just a reminder to when you get stuck with content, that anytime something strikes a nerve with you or or I guess hits strikes a nerve, is that right? Strikes a core? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't be doing this so early. But anytime something resonates with you, and and just there's like a little button pushed, or when you have something to share, like, to me, that's one of the easiest types of content is sharing some, you know, a value, a story, something like that, that you've been through something you've learned, you know, so that that's my little side note, before we get into my socially stumped. And my point to that is that it was because of something I saw, on Facebook, that I decided this would be a great Kim snippet. I don't know if it's going to be. Well, let's just run with it. I don't know how long it's going to be. Um, so let, let's go ahead and we'll just start, right? So I see this post on Facebook. And it was a little bit of a rant. And, and I, I I do rants and vents too. However, you know, you want to be careful about the angle you take when you're venting and ranting. Because this this episode may come across as a little bit of a rant. But what people fail to realize is that when you do this, it speaks volumes about you, not the thing that you're ranting, venting, or bitching about, okay? So here is a post and and I'm paraphrasing because uh I don't have it in front of me <laughs> and nor do I ever want to get into names or any that kind of stuff. But basically, I guess this person had come across a Kickstarter, I don't know if it was in Kickstarter, but it was a crowdfunding campaign to start a blog, right? I don't know what the context was. But the the tone of the post was something of, you know, why should you get crowdfunding instead of doing the work? Where's the hustle? The rest of us had to work hard and hustle to get our blogs launched. It was a little bit of that who do you think you are, right? Like, why do you think you should get money to do something we all had to work hard for? Okay, so <laughs> let's just let that settle and simmer for a second. Um, you know, and maybe you're thinking, you know, big deal, someone ranted about something. I get it. I totally do. But let's let's break this down a little bit deeper. And this is kind of my point. So first of all, like I mentioned, there was zero context or explanation about the crowdfunding campaign referenced. So, you know, it's that omission of information that makes you just kind of wonder, like, Where's the facts, Jack? Right, <laughs> like, like I don't even. It, it's just okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go sideways quickly. <laughs> but you know, I would be curious to see what the campaign was about, or the reason behind the crowdfunding, and what the blog topic or niche was that the person was trying to launch. So, let's look at this as an example. You know, if the blog is going to be about finding housing for the homeless in the United States, and the only reason I I grabbed that or picked that was because I read this crazy statistic. Um, yesterday morning when I was writing this, that there are like 4 million homeless people in the United States. And there are over 18 million homes sitting empty. Mind you, like I I get that, that there's a whole process and system. And I do not want to get into any sort of uh, (laughs) political discussion on this simply because I I don't necessarily have the solution. But it's just sort of that (laughs) surface level, it just seems wrong, that anybody should be without housing or food in this country. But we'll leave that at that. Okay, my point is that what would your initial thought behind the crowdfunding campaign be? Like, all of a sudden, there's a different feel or a vibe. When someone says, Look, I want to launch this. And this is what I want to do. And this is this is why I'm want right. So t- t- to just state that somebody wants money to launch a blog, and who do they think they are for asking for that? Is it really ignorant statement, right? So, you know, I'm not and. and First of all, let me just say to you that I'm not, by no means am I saying that, I don't know why I have to pre qualify everything today. <laughs> Maybe it's just that I haven't recorded it in a little bit. Um, you know, I don't think that all crowdfunding, by any means, should be for nonprofit charity or social change. It's awesome when it is, but it's just as awesome when it's for something we don't need and we want. Like, I don't know if you guys saw the launch of the Exploding Kittens card game. Uh, it's cra- one of the creators is the Oatmeal. And if you guys have not checked out his comics, He's friggin' hysterical, the oatmeal.com. Um, and it's, he, he's an animal lover, by the way, so it's not horrible, but this exploding kittens card game and, and don't quote me on this, but they literally raised like a million dollars in less than an hour. I mean, it was one of the largest crowdfunding campaigns ever, huge success. Um, but you get my point, right? So that's the beauty of crowdfunding. There, there's a, there's a tribe, there's an audience for, for everything for the most part. and, how well you present your message and present your case is really what's going to differentiate, right? The success or whatnot. And it's if people want it, who cares? Anyways, okay. <laughs> so, but let me just tell you, my first reaction when I saw this little rant or this this post was, wow, someone's bitter, right? I, I stated this in a recent guest post over at WP Elevation and to me, it bears repeating, and this is tweetable. I'm just going to share that right now. So if you go to the post, you can click to tweet. But when you love what you do, and you get paid what you're worth, you don't waste time judging what other people do. Right? I I was just, I was floored. I'm like, why do you care? Who cares? Like, good on you. And, you know, as I've mentioned before, that my therapist is like, Kim, people can ask for whatever they want, whether or not you choose to give it, because I used to get so irritated, right? And this was my issue. This was, these are my boundary issues with clients when it's like they would be asking for something else that wasn't the proposal. And I'm like, that's not included. Well, whose responsibility is it to say, you know, I appreciate that, but that's not included. So let's do that, whatever. And I did this recently with a client that we're just about to wrap up his project, and sends me the stuff about wanting to do a form and wanting to do this. And I, uh, all I did was I said, um, I said, thanks, I got your email on that. I said, let's complete the site first and then we can address those. That's it, right? Whose responsibility is that? So reminding yourself that just because you didn't have the wherewithal, the backbone, the strength, the thought to ask for something doesn't mean someone else doesn't have the right to ask for that. Make sense? But the thing is, and this is, this is my socially stumped. When you rant, bitch, or vent on social media, it speaks volumes about you, not what you're bitching about. Right? It's it's it just makes me crazy, and I so get it when you're having a bad day or whatever. But this it's crazy. Like we wouldn't just air dirty laundry. We wouldn't air these. Let's look at. I know I keep cutting myself off, but hopefully you guys are used to this because the more I start talking about this, the more I amped up I get. Talk about a rant, right? Um, but look at as a as a culture. And I'm just obviously I'm in this in the state, So I'm speaking from that perspective. But as a culture, we tend to say when someone's like, Oh, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. Thanks. How are you? Like, we don't say, you know, my boss just said something nasty to me. Or I'm so pissed my husband did this, right? That That's not how we respond. And, and hear my heart, you guys, I am all for authenticity and transparency. But I also believe that, you know, what happens to us individually when we start doing that is more toxic. I I mean, when we start, you know, expending all of this energy on the stuff that does not make us feel good, right? That is so toxic to who you are. And then what happens is you also become that person that people are like, I'm going to keep a few feet back from, right? Or you start uh, unfollowing. For me personally, I unfollow... I I do a lot of I don't want to see this simply because and I don't care if it's, you know, call me Pollyanna, but if it doesn't serve me, if it's not gonna make me feel better, if it's not something that I want in my space, then I'm gonna get rid of it. It's it's that simple. You know, I, I say to people all the time, No, I don't watch the news. Am I ignorant to what's happening in the world? No. But it doesn't make me feel better and I'm not doing something that comes from this place of I just I hate politics. <laughs> and and again, we're not going to go off on that and if anybody calls me out on it, we're, I'm just not going to have that discussion. But it's it's you get to choose, right? What you put into your your head, your heart, whatever, you also get to choose what you put out into the world. So I do not understand this need to to make this massive statement about what you are against, okay? So and I'm just I'm so so very tired of people using social media to tell the world what they don't agree with. It's freaking asinine to me. Start sharing with the world what you're for. Okay, so here's another, I guess could be controversial topic. And again, uh, if I get any comments or anything on this, they'll be deleted because this is not my point in sharing this. Okay, but let's look at the recent passing of gay marriage in the United States the difference between people posting their beliefs for love, right, versus people who posted beliefs for hate. Okay, and what I'm going to tell you is that the 4 it's really like the four or the against either way happened on both sides of this issue. Okay, so you had people that were for it, sharing things about love and positivity. You also had people who were for it, sharing things that were anti the people who had a, a differing opinion, right? And then flip it. So it happened on both sides of it. And it was fascinating to me. And this always I, I may have shared this multiple times because um to me it was very powerful. But it reminds me of a quote by Mother Teresa and I'm I'm paraphrasing <coughs> that but it was something um she said during the time of the Vietnam War. She was asked if she would march Um, against the war, if she would join in a march against the war. And her answer was no. But she said she would march for peace. So if the same people decided to have a march for peace, as opposed to against the Vietnam War, that she would participate. Do you see the difference? It's kind of like when you think about, um, I don't know where all these analogies are coming from, but what just popped into my head, sports. And I'm not a huge (laughs) sports fan either. But Born and raised in the Bay Area. I was actually born in San Francisco. My parents had season tickets to the 49ers for, gosh, 20 years. Um, grandparents, my brother still goes. Like diehard Niner fans, right? And please don't, like, let's not get into that either. But this just stuck out to me. It was during it was the Super Bowl when 80s, right? When the Niners played the Cincinnati Bengals. And the coach for the Bengals, and again, I don't remember his name, but when he was asked why he thought the, the San Francisco 49ers won – and I'm thinking, was it the Super Bowl or a playoff game? Anyways, again, please don't correct me, but you get the gist. The difference when he was asked why the 49ers won, and he said, because the 49ers came to win, we came not to lose, right? So, and I won't get all esoteric about, you know, thoughts or things and stuff. But the point is, you have a choice when you are putting energy and content out into the world. You have a choice, in terms of what you want to put out there. What makes you feel better? Something that you believe in and support versus something you don't like. And I see this, you know, with people who come across, here's, here's a little example. There's there's a, a, a woman that I follow and I've known, gosh, since high school and, and has a tendency to take, um, I don't know, there's something, maybe it's just me too, but there's a little bit of self-righteousness in that. Um, so, gosh, I probably shouldn't have brought this up as an example, because clearly I'm struggling and trying to share it. But there's something about, uh, you know, what she posts um, and and how she does it from this extremely, God, how do I, I, I can't, I'm clearly, I'm struggling. But express your opinions, I get it. But it's still that, I'm going to make a dig at What I don't agree with, from the perspective of higher education and intelligence, and just that really, you know, I don't know, it's just one extreme. Or the other, I guess is is, and I just there's something about I've literally thought about unfollowing her because it just, it gives me this angsty feeling and I get to choose what I put into my head, right? It was really probably a very poor example, since I couldn't get one. But do you see the difference? If you believe strongly in something, or you have an opinion, share the foresight, not the against. It's so much more powerful. And it says so much about who you are. And remember, as a business owner, that even if you've got a Facebook page, and again, I'm just using Facebook, right, but and you've got um, a personal, people still see stuff in your feed. And and it says a lot about you. I mean, I, you know, it's it's kind of like when I see people who share stuff about, you know, going through a divorce or whatever. And we all have a different comfort level with what we want to share from a personal place. And it, it again, if you're going to share, say, somebody a spouse cheated or something, it's it's heartbreaking. And and I get that the anger's there, but I I don't know that that posting that socially is going to help you, right? And so it's not about a judgment as to whether or not people want to see that, but unfortunately we can't take we don't get to choose what other people hang on to, right? We don't get to dictate the impression we give. It's it's someone else's perception. So I think you need to to really stop and think about that. And am I saying that you need to be only posting, you know, positive quotes and stuff now? I mean, <laughs> I love sarcasm and good wit, not at someone else's expense, mind you, but it's it's that, that wit <laughs> that really, I, I don't know, there's some and self-deprecating humor. I, I like that too. It's like when I catch myself <laughs> doing something stupid, I'm like, what were you thinking? Right. But But just remember that we do not get to control how other people perceive us. Okay. So you have a choice on what you put out there. And, you know, it it totally makes me think about the vulnerability movement that Brene Brown sort of started a few years ago with her TED Talk. And I don't know if it's a movement, but it kind of sounds good to say that. Because since then, you know, it's, um, it's exploded, right, this desire to be seen and heard. And it's amazing how quick we are to shame people. And it's just it's unfortunate. It's this need to shame other people. And that's what this little social media went, was like, shame on you. How dare you think we should give you money for something that I had to work for? And and you know, some people may think I'm totally blowing this out of proportion, but it's just if I could I'd love to get this dialogue going and and get your opinion on this. Because I I don't think that people realize this. It's it's the same well, I guess it's probably the flip side of that coin of um when I think about people who only share the picture perfect moments of their life, right? It's it's that look at how wonderful my family is. We love each other, which that's great. I adore my family. It's great. But it's also okay to show that you're not perfect. And it's just, do you know what I'm saying? Like some people you follow, <laughs> I'm like rubbing my head because it makes it hurt. Um, but there are some people that you just feel like, did I just step into a pottery barn catalog because this just really like we all have bad days and that might sound contrary because I'm saying don't air your dirty laundry, but there's such a difference in, in sharing a lesson or a takeaway, right. Or something, you know, I've posted like when I lost my dog a year and a half ago or a grandparent, um, you know, and, and those things or Writing a post and coming from this place of I guess I, I don't know guys, maybe maybe I'm stumping myself here. But I do think that there's there's just a fine line and and we each have to determine what that is, right? But all I'm saying is when you bitch from this pissy place, it says so much more about you than what you're bitching about, right? And this this whole shaming thing, I just it would be so wonderful if it was stopped, right? It would be so wonderful if if we didn't have to shame other people because of our own comfort levels. Because at the end of the day, it's like we all want to matter, right? We all want to know that we're heard. And to reference Brene Brown again, in her last book, Daring Greatly, you know, that whole, the title of the book came from a Theodore Roosevelt, not a quote, I want to say it was a speech, but and again, I'm paraphrasing here, um, but that the courage goes to the man in the arena. So to me, good on you. The courage goes to the person who had the balls, excuse me, the backbone to stand up and show up and create the crowdfund, right? To Create that campaign. It's like, it takes a lot to put yourself out there into a world knowing that there's going to be critics, right? But shit, your critics don't pay your bills. Holy moly! I, I just—I <laughs> was catching myself on swearing, but—but uh, but remind yourself that your critics don't pay your bills. And back to this whole thing: why do you care? Don't fund the, the campaign, plain and simple. I—it's—it's it's just ridiculous to me. I started thinking, like, can you imagine if—if if that type of thing is going to send somebody spinning enough to post something socially that? like what would a day in their what would a day in their head be like right like it's, <laughs> i i don't understand it it's it, to me it's a it's a real conscious choice and you know i'd love your thoughts on this you guys it's i'm socially stumped with this you know um my last little quotable tweet that i put on here is stop using social media to show the world your ignorance just just don't it's that simple you guys share use social media for good Right, like spread a positive message. And again, I'm not saying that we all need to be coming from this place of you know only because there comes a point too where it's like oh for the love with the positive quotes. And I share them all the time. (laughs) I love quotes. I really do. I've I've got them in my house. I've got them you know above the computer, all that stuff. I literally have a Dumbledore quote near my bed, and it's um what is it? Happiness can. (laughs) <laughs> you like that? I that's how good it is. because um, <clears throat> I'm a Harry Potter fan, but happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light. So, you know, just just remember that. And I I truly guys, I'd love your thoughts and let me know what you think of uh my Kim Snippet number 2 that this is just it it stumps me why people do this because again, you get to choose what you put into the world and you get to choose what you put into your brain and your heart, right? And it's, it's, think about little kids, right? Like they're so present. They're so honest that they don't hesitate to kiss or hug or say, I love you. They don't hesitate to say, leave me alone. Don't touch me. (laughs) Right. If, if they need space or if they have a moment, they cry and they throw a tantrum. And then in 10 minutes later, they're happy and they're ready to go play with something else. It's, you know, let those things, instead of, of wanting to spread this toxicity, as I say, um, maybe ask yourself, why does this piss me off most so much? I don't know. You know, if you feel like doing that deep diving yourself. Anyways, you guys, so there's my snippet number two, uh, my socially stumped. I, I, for the life of me, will never understand it. Why, why you choose to bitch about something when you can do something positive, right? And again, not I'm all for the good rant or the vent. But remember where you're doing it, and whether or not that's going to serve you. Okay, so forget whether it's going to impact someone else. But even just let's go to like the bottom of the barrel fundamental. How do you feel when you put negative crap into the world? Right? I don't know socially stumped. I truly am. I just don't get it. Anyways, you guys, that's my snippet number two. As always, thanks for listening. Uh, I love you guys to pieces. Really appreciate it. Would love a review on iTunes if you're up for it. And uh, as always, have a fantastic day. And you know, go put some good in the world. You get to choose. It's your choice every day. Thanks, guys. And now I'd like to take a second to thank Dreamhost, my new sponsor, the WordPress Chick Podcast. Super excited to be partnering with them, and we're going to go ahead and introduce you to DreamPress 2, which is a faster and more powerful managed WordPress hosting. Now with SSDs, PHP 5.5 with OP cache, and optional HHVM, you won't find faster WordPress hosting anywhere. Hosted on virtual private servers, DreamPress 2 is a super fast and highly reliable managed WordPress hosting service from none other than DreamHost. They've added speed-enhancing features such as solid-state drives, again, the PHP 5.5 with OP cache, and the optional HHVM, which is HipHop Virtual Machine. I didn't know what that was either. Uh, so you'll never going to have to risk site slowdowns, website errors, or frustrated visitors. With DreamPress 2, you get a WordPress-optimized server environment managed by your friends at DreamHost, so you can focus on creating amazing results here's what you're gonna get with DreamPress 2. And I have gone through this whole process. You'll be able to check out the videos on my site, but know that I am using them. And this again is what you're gonna get. 30 gigabytes of SSD storage, 2.1 million monthly visitors, auto scaling RAM, automatic WordPress installation. It is easy breezy, like better than the one click. Unlimited email addresses, 24 seven WordPress support. You can't beat that. Control panel management, It's hosted on virtual private servers and they have an isolated MySQL database servers. So if you're looking for a new host, I, you know, I've tested a lot of managed WordPress hosting and I have to say that I am thrilled with DreamPress 2. So go ahead and go to the wpchick.com forward slash DreamPress 2. leave me a comment. And if you haven't already, I would love a review in iTunes. That helps a lot, but I would love a review in iTunes. It just takes a few minutes. Go over to, you know, you can subscribe in iTunes. Um, There is a link on the show note, but just look for the WordPress Chick podcast. You can search it um, and leave a review and um, we will be talking soon.